Welcome to the Washdown Podcast. And on today's episode, we have Kevin Bird. And Kevin has been in the fire service for 26 years. Um, we had a great conversation. Hope you guys enjoy it. A lot of lessons learned. Um, a lot of laughs. So, yeah, here you go. The Washdown Podcast with special guest Kevin Bird. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's well, how this one gets banned. Uh, well, so we won't say the same thing that we said the last time. Um, yeah. So, episode one thirty-two is the one that got. He started. remembers the episode. Fuck yeah, I was just looking at it earlier today. He angry. I'm a little bit hot over it, to okay. be honest with you. So, but before we get into that, Kevin, what's up, buddy? Thanks for doing the show, man. Of course. Appreciate it. About time, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a busy man. I, you are. I am a busy man. You are well sought after. <laughs> um, by the police. And <laughs> <laughs> filmed in an undisclosed location. <laughs> yeah. The El Chapo interview. <laughs> Is that a knock? <laughs> oh. So, what? let's get a little bit of your background and then we'll get into everything else. Um so, why don't you introduce yourself and how long you've been in the fire service and how you got in the fire service? Um, name's Kevin Bird. Um, Fifty-three years old now. Um, been on the been in the fire service for twenty-six years now, and got a couple more to go. Um, got on the job. <laughs> weird part about it was it was actually because of my pastor at, ch- at church and yes i do have a little bit of country slang so <laughs> i know it sounds weird. i wasn't gonna say nothing i know what? hey let, let them go yeah. we've known each other long enough let them all fly I, I thought maybe you had a sign on the pasture yeah i know that's why that's why i, that's why I read like uh it's like, eh. So I was in the pasture one day. <laughs> but uh, I, mean, I understood what you were saying. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Right, 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 right. But what it you sounds just, yeah. like, yeah. how it came out, I know. You're tired of bucking hay bales. It's <laughs> fine, man. I get it. <laughs> I'm right there with you. <laughs> yeah, throwing hay sucks. Oh, man. So um, he brought up in one of the sermons um, how God gives you certain gifts. At that time, you know, I didn't drink i don't you know don't do drugs um i was an adrenaline junkie and i liked helping people and i started thinking i was like well what all can i do with that you know after listening to his sermon and i was like all right it's police department and fire department well where i grew up i i'm only taking a bullet from my family so I was like, I'm not getting shot at for anybody else. So I was like, all right, so the police department's out. And fire department just made sense. So that's how I got into the fire service. So applied first time and got on? And- oh, no. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no. So um, first time I applied was with uh, my buddy who I got my other job from. We were just discussing and we both worked at a pet store together 
and he had talked me into going down and putting my interest card in. The day that they were doing the testing for the, uh, that would be the 91 or 92 class, that class that um, a couple people we know came through, Um, they, I also got a call for an interview for animal control. And she basically guaranteed me a job, the lady that was doing that interview. So it was either I could go take a test and possibly get a job on the fire department, or I can go to animal control, get my foot in the door with the city, and then work work on trying to get onto the fire department after that. So I took the guaranteed job. Well, little did I know that Everybody in that class somehow all got a hundred percent. So, <laughs> so I messed up. I should have went the other direction. <laughs> so it took me another, I guess that'd be another six years before, Dang. before I actually five years before I actually got on the fire department. So you worked for animal control for five years. I worked for Animal Control for five years. Dang. So, he'd, he'd be retired right now. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. Well, here's the, well. Be- here's the beautiful <laughs> part about it, though. My um, vacation seniority. Oh, yeah. It comes with you. It ba- No, it's based on that time. So, I got guys that got, you know, 30 years on. They get mm-hmm. mad because I get to pick my yeah. vacation before oh, yeah. they do. <laughs> it, it's, it's city time. Yeah, exactly. So that brings up a question. I didn't actually know that, that you had worked for Animal Control for. Oh, oh yeah. Before. Me and two other guys on the job. So what did they have you doing? Like, is that you just go around picking up stray dogs or? Stray dogs. That's why I keep saying, I say animal control because I picked up dogs, cats, snakes, bats. I'm out. Snakes got me. Birds. Dude, I've tracked parrots down through trees. (laughs) I ran a call. I ran a call with uh, the Tiger King on a tiger attack. (laughs) Oh, fuck no. I'm out. Yeah. (laughs) Well, they said it was a tiger attack. It was one of the cubs that they had that was patting at the lady's um, necklace and caught her arm and scratched her pretty good. It opened her up. Yeah. But it, when they gave it to us, it came in as a tiger attack. <laughs> and I mean, they're not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Theoretically. <laughs> it's, it's a tiger. Yeah. It's just a, it was a tiger. It's just a cub. Yeah. baby. So, yeah, and they had them, like, in little playpens, and they would sit in the playpen down at Bartle Hall and, you know, take pictures and play with them and stuff. Well, me and uh, another friend of ours that um, was on animal control, we both go walking in, and we're like, all right, all right, you know, we're got tranquilizer gun and everything, and <laughs> we're not sure what's going on. Next thing we know, it looked like SWAT running past us about 20 heavily armed police officers in riot gear kind of <laughs> go running past and i'm like what the hell 
is going, you know, what are we about to get into? And then we get around the corner and the, uh, Joe Exotic is was literally there. He's like, it, it's all right. <laughs> it was only a it was only a cub and it just scratched her. And they they were ready to police were ready to unload on this on this. I was like <laughs> Now they did have big cats there too, but matter of fact I took a picture of one at, right after that whole little ordeal. I was like, hey, can I get a picture? <laughs> And I got my picture. Dude, I cannot find that picture anywhere. <laughs> I cannot find that picture oh. anywhere. And Leroy was there with me, so he remembered. He, he was like. <laughs> oh, man. That's nope. A, nope. Yeah. No, not, <laughs> not, not, not a job for me. I'm, Dude. I, no. I do know they send you a letter in the mail when your dog barks and somebody complains. Yes. Even though the dog was inside my house, and the only way that you can hear him bark inside the house is to be on my property but they don't come out and investigate so fuck them okay for that all right <laughs> Dude, i used to not you yeah but I, them you know <laughs> the ones we have now right right well and it's a totally different um animal control is ran by totally different yeah it's, it's changed over in the last couple of years yeah where the, i don't it's not even they're not even city employees anymore mm-hmm so they're they're all employees of a no kill shelter somewhere. Yeah. Oh, uh, the pet project. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, we had a. <clears throat> whenever I was still a firefighter, showed up at the station one morning out south, and uh, there was a dog that was kind of running around. And I mean, a sweet dog, mm-hmm. but like we coaxed it in, into the station, and I mean, it was kind of all messed up and. You know, its feet were fucked up and stuff like that. And we're like, what do we do? You know, so we call animal control and like, hey, you need to send somebody out here. We can't, you know, leave the station, just leave this dog in here. Right. And (laughs) it's been been done before. Yeah. So it took, I don't know, it took a couple hours and a couple different phone calls to different people until somebody finally came out and got the dog but yeah i heard it is a lot harder to get them to show up now yeah well and i'm sure it's just like everything else they're short-staffed yeah yeah like i mean i was talking to rachel about this the other day i don't know if you guys have had this experience but calling out the red cross for fires like they just don't show up anymore no no because they don't have anybody to work no they just tell you take down the information and pass it on to them yeah get to them when they can yeah yeah, and that the yeah, first time exactly that happened, why. I was like, "That's insane." Yeah, these people have nowhere to go. Right. You know, and it's summertime right now, so it's ungodly and it's ungodly hot. Mm-hmm. Nowhere well, and nowhere to go. And now we got winters around the corner. Right. I mean, we don't get much of a fall. Well, I mean, think about back when you know, like you guys came on, and when I came on, they called Red Cross out. Red Cross showed up, had the big RV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and every you know. And- well, and that's what sparked the conversation. I was talking about a fire that we that I had like 15 years ago, where it was like 110 at nine o'clock at night, and mm-hmm. guys were falling out, and you know, people were puking all over the place because of heat exhaustion. Mm-hmm. And I was telling. Rachel about you know the Red Cross came out they had this big truck and misters oh, yeah, and misters yeah. yeah. all kinds they, of stuff Gatorade for it yeah, yeah. It had everything it was great and now it's oh, just yeah. like nope yeah 
Yeah, you got stopped by the gas station on the way to the fire to get. She got playing Gatorade. <laughs> you better keep a cooler in the rig, man. At least afterwards, you know, stop. Yeah. Quick trip stop. I no, got it. Yeah. We we can't stop at Quick Trip together after a fire. <laughs> that was the biggest shit show of a day. <laughs> <laughs> you broke your glasses. I broke my phone. James broke his face yeah. and his truck. <laughs> that was. Yeah, that one was. Ooh, good lord! I forgot all about that. <laughs> so, you were working overtime. I was riding out as captain. Mm-hmm. Uh, Moran was working overtime or trading oh, time I, with us. I do remember that I was off. First in fire, <laughs> right behind the station. We go in. James gets covered in peanut butter. Yep, and yeah, burned was, on his face. I still don't know how. I that still happened. don't either. Yeah. I was like, dude, what is that? But I come Taste out. Test. No. I come outside. I come outside after we get done inside and look at him and his. He got no glasses on. And he's got a lump on his face. And I'm like, "What happened?" So, <laughs> pump panel. Pump panel was. We pulled off on the pump panel side, mm-hmm. and when I went to go charge line one, they had this weird uh, extension on it because you know when you, the pigtail the pigtail was way too long. And the pigtail literally hung out, was draped like down on the onto the pump panel. When I charged that sucker, it came up, bam, hit me right <laughs> dead in the face. Dude, I was dazed. <laughs> Is this when I was on modified for my shoulder? Uh, I don't remember if you were even at the station at that time. No, I, I think I was. Then yeah, you had to. I had been to been on, on modified. modified. Yeah, you probably on yeah because that was like an eight month modified stint. Yeah. Yeah, so we we get done with that. That's my shoulder, out- by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Come outside, see him, and he's like, "We got to go get my my other glasses." I'm like, "Okay," and then I turn around, and look at James, and he's covered in peanut, peanut butter. butter. And then I look at him a little closer, and he's burnt on his face. And I'm like, "Oh, well, you got to get that taken care of." So we go to Quick Trip. We're gonna stop at Quick Trip before we go get his glasses. Well, I go to get out of the pumper, and my phone is sitting in my lap, and I forgot. <laughs> Shattered. Yeah. I said, well, we're going to T-Mobile first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we do that. Go get his I, glasses. I showed up at the station later that day because I remember talking to Moran about <gasps> going to the ambulance. Yeah, that was late because he didn't get back from the hospital until 10.30 or 11, and then started his truck to leave. To go to the ambulance mm-hmm. and ran out of gas. Ran out of gas. So I towed him from the parking lot over to Quick Trip, <laughs> where he proceeded to fill up, and then his truck wouldn't start because he killed the battery trying to prime it. Because <laughs> it's a diesel. That, that That's 100% his fault. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah, then his yeah. grandpa finally showed up and jumped it and got it started. So he didn't show up at the other station until like 2 in the morning. Hey, man, he showed up. That's all that matters. <laughs> he made it. It was just a shit show of, like, man, what else could possibly Was he, was he working wrong? for overtime, or was he trading time that day? It might have been trade time. Might, I think he was trading time. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> he was always trading time up yeah. there. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah, that was uh... a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was... I forgot about that. Matter of fact, that's why I got these glasses now. Because it broke the, literally broke the frames of the other one. And I told the uh, eye doctor what happened. And she was like, 
I think we make titanium rims. And I was like, well, let's let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep your face out of the way of hose couplings, yeah. Kevin. Anytime I see one of those now, like my rig doesn't, ha- I mean, we've got a short section on a pigtail on there, but it doesn't come out of the. Yeah, well, it shouldn't. No. I don't know how that one got put on there. It's probably the one for the apartment line on the back. Probably in the back, yeah. yeah. I'm like guessing yeah. they just switch out, and they're like, oh, it's fine. Just use it, you know, they're just grabbing stuff and putting it on. Probably. Yeah. Well, that rig had more crap on it than was supposed to be by a long shot. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. All right, well, so the YouTube thing. We started talking about uh, the Joe Rogan podcast, okay. and we're talking about Robert Kennedy Jr. Okay. being on the road, and we're talking about Band. yeah. No, I mean this so, one. He just said the names. Yeah, I said the names, so probably going to get banned. Um, but like some of the stuff that he was citing, and it's like, hey, you need to like check this stuff out. But that's all we said. The second that because it uploads to YouTube at five in the morning. Mm-hmm. At 5.01, I got an email saying I'm taken down due to violation of community guidelines. Okay. (laughs) So you tell me, how did they go through an hour and a half podcast in a minute to take it down? Yeah. Didn't get taken down anywhere else. Still available on Spotify and all kinds of other places. (laughs) But YouTube said, nope. Nope. That's what they bread and butter, man. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we're uh, we're rebels without a without a clue, I guess. <laughs> I understand. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> so twenty six years on, how much longer are you staying? Let's see. All depends on how long this overtime lasts. Because so, I've got yeah, you ain't going nowhere. I got um, one child's college paid off, and half of another one's paid off, and so I still got one and a half to pay off. So I'm halfway there, and I figured with the overtime. I, unfortunately, the last two years I've made the mistake and gone up like a couple tax brackets and Ooh, yeah yeah it hurts cutting a check for to the government for ten thousand dollars i'm like yeah. Ooh, yeah that's painful but i did you know suffering you know college like i say the kids colleges are getting paid off but that kind of backfired on me too because when they started doing you know um taking care of some of the student loans Mm-hmm. I didn't qualify. We didn't qualify for any of that because don't worry, I, no, I paid. Nobody out of, got any money. I paid out of pocket, so <laughs> I was like, "Sweet, so I don't get any of this back." Then. Nope. So I'm just screwed. Yep. So we when he when he pulled pulled that out, you know, everybody's going, "Hey, I might as well see if I qualify." We both qualified. Not a dime. Nothing. Mm-hmm. So you're not out anything. Well, it's because it's still tied up in the court. It system. It ain't going nowhere. No, and let's be not. honest. It's not. They're not. It's not going to happen. Yeah. I don't see it happening. Okay. I don't. Well, I mean. Zero dollars. I love you. 
Zero dollars. Hey. I mean, I'll take ten grand from the government. They've taken enough money from me. Give me my money. It's probably Crack. my ten grand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go learn how to do computer stuff because I don't know how. I'm gonna create me an algorithm to where my payments go over to the birdhouse. He's gonna create an algorithm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I can't even look at him right now. <laughs> Sounds good in theory. We've been doing this for almost three years. He can't figure out how to use the microphone correctly. <laughs> and he just figured out that there's a pause on this, not just a start-stop. So, yeah, I wouldn't worry too much. Yeah, I think you're safe. I could barely turn the damn thing on. Hashtag fire Chris, right? right. <laughs> Somebody yes. knows. Yes. You I was, to, I was told on I can't, that shit. I can't, I can't bring that up anymore. I had a stern talking to. By who? A megalomaniac. Okay. Apparently, I'm the megalomaniac. I, I figured out who <laughs> yeah. he was talking about. Yeah, it was pretty <laughs> obvious. That's a thinly veiled thing. No, we're trying to. So we talk about super heavy shit on here all the time, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you've watched the yeah. podcast, yeah. so you know. We also have a lot of fun, but sometimes the the joking about certain things gets kind of old, and right, it's just and if it's People are looking at the podcast for the first time, and they see some of the conversations that we have and some of the shit that we throw back and forth at each other. It kind of, especially if they're not a first responder, right, right, it could be taken out of context. Out mm-hmm. of context. I get no, I, I agree with that. So, yeah, I understand that. It's all about like, it, and what we were talking about really for that whole conversation was trying to do this we want to keep it kitchen table conversation right so we have the have fun but talk about serious stuff in a fun way (coughs) you know so it's not all doom and gloom but at the same time be professional in the presentation of it right 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 right. so because you know as well as anybody that if you're trying to put out a product like this and somebody sees it for the first time and it's bad audio, bad lighting, you know, bad video, whatever it may be. They're going to comment on it. Well, or they're they're just just not going to watch watch it. it. Yeah, they'll stop watching. Yeah. Yeah. So doing it as well as we can with our limitations is kind of what we're going for. Okay. All right. So, yeah. Thanks for bringing that up. He brought it up. I didn't bring it up. (laughs) Throw that shit on me. (laughs) (laughs) I still think it's a great idea. But we can't get anybody to comment on it or vote on it. <laughs> I mean, like our comment section in our videos is zero. Yeah, yeah, pretty <laughs> pretty slim. Yeah. So, and I don't know what to do. Like, I'm not super <coughs> savvy about the whole social media thing, so I don't know what we need to do to boost our visibility or whatever. If you've got any thoughts, I'd having this sexiness on. <laughs> well, I can guarantee this is going to probably the most the well, most viewed. It podcast. would it would have been it would have been until you mentioned some names at the beginning. So, what what names did I mention at the beginning? The ones that are going to get us banned. The ones that are going to get us banned. Oh, get this episode banned. Right. Well, I'll just go back and cut those out. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. YouTube already knows. <laughs> yeah, they're wa- they're watching. They're listening on the phone. S- spyware on my computer. Yeah. But yeah, twenty six years, and like I say, probably about, eh, probably about three more. Three? Yeah. 
that's you yeah. know. Then I'll go full time to my other job and. When are you going to retire, retire? Man, I, I can't. Dude, last time I even, last time I only had one job, just the fire department. My wife told me I had to go get another job because <laughs> I started, I, idle hands, the devil's playground. Mm-hmm. Dude, I literally tore out, let's see, the first project I did, I ripped the carpet off the stairs and then ripped the treads off and put hardwood treads in to match the hardwood floors that were in the living room and down in the family room. Then I ripped up the carpet down in the family room so that we would have a path that goes from the garage door to the back door and did all that in tile. And it butted it right up into the um, hardwood treads that I put going down the stairs. After that... I ripped the deck off the bottom back of the house and turned our 10 by 10 into a 12 by 20 deck. <laughs> and she was like, we don't have enough money for you not to have another job. <laughs> so, so I don't, I, it'll probably be, I don't know, I'll probably end up like retire, retiring like around. Probably around sixty. So that's still only seven years yeah, away. Only about seven years away. What What do you have planned for? I mean, besides going full time with your other job, what do you have planned for afterwards? Relaxing. Yeah, that's not a plan, Kevin. That's that's my plan. <laughs> a lot of sleep. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I say, after I um leave the fire department, um. My plan is to travel more, which I travel a lot now. So me and the wife talked about uh, getting, um, possibly getting a um, mobile home. <laughs> get her her sister and my my sister-in-law and brother-in-law, they, they sit there and do a lot of um, traveling around in their mobile home. I won't do it as much as they do. Because I actually like leaving the country. So, but we'll do some of that. And, and that's about it. I mean, I I really plan on just relaxing. And maybe putting some more time into, you know, a couple of my hobbies. That's about it. I don't plan mm-hmm. on plan on doing anything else in the fire service or anything like that so yeah well i mean it's not a bad plan yeah Yeah. so and then how much longer till till i die what no till your kids are out of college Uh, well, I mean, the way you like slow rolled into it, I swear I thought you. I just talk slow. I'm from Louisiana. I am tired of all you northern people getting on me about how slow I talk. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. Shut up, Chris. <laughs> oh.
So, <laughs> let's see. My second oldest daughter has graduated already. Um, my youngest daughter will graduate next year. And the boy... <laughs> That's how we refer to him at the house. Too. <laughs> Everybody in our household refers to him. Not, not my brother, not my, the boy. Because uh-huh. <laughs> thank God he blessed me with him the last time. So, <laughs> but um, he uh, he's a sophomore this year up at UCM, and he will. So he'll be graduating in four in two more years. Yeah, two more years. Plus, he's on that extended plan. No. <laughs> nah, he... Once again, by the grace of God, all my kids got my wife's my wife's intelligence. You know, they got my bullshitness, too, but they, <laughs> yeah. they got my wife's intelligence, so... So, they're, they're all they're all good. <laughs> what? wives no yeah so let's talk about some of your hobbies oh i make wine i make uh because because i started making the wine you can also use the same things to make um soda pop too so i make wine and soda pop i kind of do it it started back Oh man, it's heck! I've been doing that for over over ten years now. How did man. you get into that? Watching <laughs> watching something on TV, <laughs> some show on TV, and they were. I was like, I, I think I want to try that. I can do that. Yeah, I was like, I can do that. And I, said, I mean, your mead was good. Yeah. And I was like, I think I could, I think I could do that. And then they, um, I mentioned it to my wife and just so happens that my wife, two of my daughters and two of my nieces were there when I was talking about it. And for Christmas, they all together, they got me a wine making kit. That thing sat in my basement for a, a year and a half, <laughs> not be not being touched. And one of my nieces was like, "Hey, where's this wine you're supposed to be making for us?" And I was like, "Ah, yeah, I do need to do that." <laughs> Rummaged through a bunch of stuff, found it, and started doing it. And then I was like, "This is actually relaxing." Because I'm thinking about, you know, my measurements and the temperature and every, you know, everything that goes along with, you know, making the wine. And it completely separated me from everything else, you know, chaotic going on. So it was like, you know, I wasn't thinking about the fire department. I wasn't thinking about, you know, um uh, do you know work that i had to do around the house or anything and it's just something that i can just sit you know just concentrate on and and do and then started 
experimenting, kind of like how I do when I cook. You know, start changing up the recipes and everything and coming up with a lot of different concoctions. And then it got to the point where it got cool coming up with, like, different labels for the wines. I mean, it's... So you went fully down the rabbit hole then. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. to answer your question, when he retires, he's going to buy a winery. <clears throat> That's kind of what i was hinting at that may that may happen at least enough land work and, mm-hmm. yeah you grow your own grow grapes my own, and... grow my own grapes and do a little a little something something i you know if i still drank i'd fully support well, that i got no, i still got i still fully su- i still fully support it but you got the soda pop I, yeah I'll, I'll take care of you oh. non-alcoholic beer What was that? What was that? You speak? Was it Schaefer's? What? Uh, O'Doul's? O'Doul's. Yeah, O'Doul's yeah. was the, kind of the big one there for a long time. That was the only one yeah. for a long time. <laughs> yeah. I, I will wanna, tell you this. I don't want to drink a, a, the flavor of beer. <laughs> no. Yeah. And, and not have the effect. Okay. So, two uneducated palates. Okay. Says the guy that buys a bottle of beer for 25 bucks. Or used to. I used, used to. to. Yeah, used yeah. to. So, and I walk in with two cases for the same price. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but your beer... No, I'm not even going to go there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to leave it alone. Um, so in recent years, and it started in, actually in Europe, I guess, um, the non-alcoholic um, beer transformation or whatever, mm-hmm. it went like full craft. So, like, there's actually craft beer craft, now non-alcoholic. that's non-alcoholic. Real. So, there's, I mean, you can get Guinness non-alcoholic, and it tastes just like Guinness. Okay. All right. So. See, I've never been a, like, a fan of, like you say, a fan of the taste of beer. Mm-hmm. Like, and especially not like, you know, like the hoppy stuff. And, yeah. I get it. But it's, I mean, and people have asked me, so are you going to make beer? And I was like, nope. Not. Me and a buddy of mine years ago tried to do that. He got one of those home making mm-hmm. beer kits. Yeah, the brew it kits yeah. did not turn out well. Yeah, and I was just like, you know what? It's probably just not for me. <laughs> yeah, I got a nephew, a nephew and a sister in law in Michigan. He actually went to school to. Um, become a chef and become a master brewer because <laughs> his deal is he wants to open up a gastro pub i don't know what that is but but he wants That's... to open up a plate a, a restaurant slash bar mm-hmm. and brewery kind of thing that's called a gastro pub okay it's a fancy word for a restaurant that serves beer it's that, a that makes f- the, no, that makes a, their own a, beer. A brewery that a brewery serves food. That serves food. That makes yeah. yeah I I kind of got to go that way. That's that's all it is. Okay. And I still that's like, stupid. Hey, guess what? <laughs> I don't even remember what he said it was right now. So, <laughs> Mastro brew uh, gastro gas, pub gastro pub. Yeah. Ask me that. Call me up tomorrow and ask me that. <laughs> hey, what's a gastro pub? Uh, oh, like, yeah. It sounds like a, a fart. <laughs> oh. Oh. 
Whatever Keystone Light. <laughs> Dude, that was back before I had a decent job, a decent paying job. Hey, Milwaukee's best. That's right. Drink that too. The, the beast. beast. The beast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not above a natural light every now and then. No. <laughs> I, I never got into the natty light, but. It was there. I drank it. My next door neighbor. Oh, I mean, well, not next door, but my neighbor. They are big Natty Light fans, and I was like, okay, all right. I mean, you know what? You like what you like, and I don't. I, to me, it doesn't matter. If you want to, you want to get the craft beers. Get the craft beers. If you don't, don't. If you're gonna, if you're gonna drink, drink what you want. Give me a nice tequila or yeah. a good bourbon. And there's a big difference in your tequilas too. I mean, oh, you yeah. get a, a nice one. Dude, you have delicious. No, you have no idea. You need to come over to the house. It's been a while. Yeah. Last last time I was there, you were big into the whiskeys. Yeah. No. And now it's the and they bur- were good. Now it's the bourbons and the it's the bourbons and the tequilas. Now there's quite you a few. Got to be careful because it can get away from you real quick. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Like yep, I'm calling for a ride. Come <laughs> <laughs> get my truck tomorrow. <laughs> Shoot, my next door neighbor doesn't even like coming over and drinking with us, because my other neighbor, we'll get him in there and he'll stumble literally across the yard just trying to get to his house. So, <laughs> all right, I want to switch gears up here. Yes, sir. <laughs> what are some of the lessons that you have learned? On the fire service or on the fire department in the fire service. That, no, one of the first ones. No matter how much time I got on, I can always learn something. There's always something I can still learn. Um, keep any pictures that you take. <laughs> those, those tend to help you out later on. <laughs> <laughs> and they're nice just to show up when people retire. <laughs> remember this <laughs> no. um but honestly seriously document your career and f- photographs are some of the ways you can do that um now i'm not talking about you know don't be a, you know be choosy uh, don't be well don't be a idiot and a insensitive prick about stuff be you know not taking pictures of, you know, people's family members and stuff like that. But, and I don't post any of my pictures that I take. They are for, I've I've got a photo album that they go in. So like pictures of your crew and my crew. Yeah. You know, like fun stuff we, you know, would do around the station. Mm -hmm. And, um, even, after the fact, or like when you're pulling up to a house fire, snap a couple pictures of, you know, just the, you know, the big house. And then snap some pictures after, you know, of the work that you did. Yeah. Um, car wreck, you know, after you finish working and it's just the car, you know, just take a picture of the car. There you go. Cause like I'll bring my you know a couple of fo- you know I got some younger guys at the uh, my station I'll bring a photo album in you know they're talking about you know uh, you know dude we don't get to you know get to see any you know the, the stuff and I was like 
or they'll have one and they'll talk about, you know, how crazy it was and everything. And I was like, you know, we'll go and talk about, you know, talk about it and everything. It was like, would you take a picture? You know, you know, now you got, everybody's got cell phones back, yeah. back when I first got on, it was like, I had the Polaroid. See, <laughs> I, I figured he was, he was holding a little thing, <laughs> had the powder in it. <laughs> Had the chest harness so he could hold. Oh my God! He <laughs> smiled in a photo. <laughs> Is that legal? At first, it was those little, those little disposable cameras, but then I got a digital camera and would would take pictures like that. But you know, like try to snap after I got dressed and everything. We try to snap a couple shots as we were pulling up. And what I would do is I would literally like toss it to the first end pumper um, driver. So after you know they get everything all charged up and good to go, and they got a little a little bit of a lull time, they you know a couple of them would you know take a picture or two for me, not of me, but just of you know yeah of the scene of the scene yeah, yeah. and you get some cool stuff mm-hmm. you know like guys you know getting air packs changed out and you can tell that you know you can see all the soot and everything on them. I've sent those pictures to guys and dude they were like. Like so appreciative, yeah. It was like you know, thank you that we got that. That's funny you say that because I was just um, on Instagram. This guy who's in the army was talking about that of like he does like funny videos and stuff, but also like just advice for people coming in. Mm-hmm. And he was like, take pictures. He goes, I was terrible about it early in my career, and I still kind of am. He goes, but there. are friends that i lost and you know funny funny things that we did while we were deployed that i kind of have the memory of it but i wish i had the pictures right you know right so yeah kind of like i got a picture of somebody with a fire helmet on in shorts fire helmet on with fire boots on on a mini dirt bike (laughs) jumping a ramp (laughs) Over a over a um, little fire that we had, a little <laughs> fire pit that we had. I am waiting for him to retire because I am blowing that up and I am giving it to him as a gift. <laughs> that needs to be on the announcement that goes to every station. Every station. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. He would appreciate that. <laughs> oh, that's a that's an epic picture. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, some of the other things, you know, tell some of the you know, get 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 down into the busier areas while you're young, because a lot of guys don't you know a lot of guys try not to admit it, but this is a young man's job and like there's no way I could work in the inner city like how I did you know 10 years ago yeah well I mean you say that but the average age for firefighters in the United States has went up almost four years really in the past few years yeah it's the average age is now 45 see that's that that amazes me because I know on our department, I we got a lot of younger kids. A lot of young and a lot of old. 
There's well, no in between. Yeah, that's the problem. There's no in between. Yeah. That's that's what's scaring me. That yeah. in between is what you need. Yeah. That transitioning. Yeah. You need that transitioning. But um, try to get down. You know, even if it's just you know like trading time and working down and get get down there. Get your your face seen. You know, spot comes open. Hey, that kid you were trading time with, you know, a couple times. You think he'd be interested in coming down? You know, he worked out great down here with us. You know, get your name out there. Um, what else? Learn everything you can. I was on the rescue for nine years and do not regret anything that I did learning on that rescue um now would i go back now no i once again young man's job i can't climb into a tube this big and turn around in it now <laughs> i i can't even get into the tube now so <laughs> but um how much of that stuff were you able to, because whenever you got promoted to driver mm-hmm. and went from the rescue division back to a pumper, mm-hmm. how much of that stuff were you able to um, bring with you as far as like techniques and things like that? Were you able to, to show and adapt? 90% of it. Yeah. 90%. See, and that's what we talk about is when you leave a specialized division or when you leave you know, a different part of the city because we've talked about that of everybody kind of does stuff a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, yeah, we all deploy hose and we all, you know, pump and we all cut holes in roofs and all of that stuff, but everybody kind of does it just a little bit differently. Right. Because of body type or how they were trained to do it. Well, yeah. Whatever. Teach the people around you the way that you've been shown to do it, well, but be open to, other ways, other yeah, ways learning. Well. Yeah. 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 Because like when I first came on, you know, I, you know, I, you know, pretty strong and everything. So I, you know, smash, mm-hmm. smash, you know, um, uh, captain, uh, older Italian captain, small guy got me up on the roof and taught me. It was amazing. He He's like, all right, you and me are going to cut a hole. We start cutting. I'm halfway through my hole, and I'm, like, sweating, and I'm like, you know, I still finished the hole. Yeah. He was done with his hole and then started helping me with mine. I'm sitting here just, you know, like leaning into the axe. Yeah. He's sitting here, small little chops. And his axe probably wasn't coming off the roof about that far. And he was just all the way around, popped the hole open, then came over and started helping me with mine. He sat there and goes, it doesn't matter how strong you are. Well, then he looked at one of my other uh, classmates that looked like, I mean, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger on steroids. (laughs) So, um but um, he looked at him. He's like, "Now with him, that's it's a different story." Yeah. He goes, "But a, sh- a shorter guys, you gotta, you know, 
There's technique There's involved. Techni- exactly. Then my first captain, my first first captain when I came out, same thing. Short guy used to carry around a um, floor axe, but he was a little bitty dude. And the axe was named Bertha. Everybody knew about Bertha. He didn't swing it like it was a floor axe. He's the same thing. It just had a little bit more weight, so he didn't even have to go up as high. Yeah, it was doing. He let the tool do the, do the work, work for him. For him. Yeah. yeah. So that's when stuff like that, you know, learning, um, like how to conserve air. One of my captains was real big on that. We would literally sit out on the bay floor and would crack the our bottle just enough to get air into the system and just see how long you could last with just that air that's in the system. And after a while, I was amazed at how long I could go with it. But also doing that, learned how to control my breathing for when I was like in a fire, you know, something Mm -hmm. started noticing that a lot of the guys on my crew were not, you know, coming out and switching out air bottles like everybody else was. Mm-hmm. Or if we go through a whole fire and then only be halfway through an air bottle. Yep. And it's just, you know, you got to learn how to, like, you know, I teach some of the um, teach some of the guys at my station. Um, a lot of times you'll get, you'll work yourself up before you even get to the fire. You've already wore yourself out before you even get to that fire because you're all amped. Your adrenaline's going. You're all amped up and everything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you just got to learn how to just calm yourself down. And so, I mean, there's a lot of things I learned. That- what about uh, dealing with interpersonal, interpersonally, like station life? <laughs> We were taught, don't bring your feelings to work with you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, or if you do, keep it in your back pocket. It's like, nowadays, they bring their feelings to work with them, and then they put them on. You know, then they separate, project them out onto the wall. I know about you know all kinds of problems. I'm like different. You know, it's different department that way but i had to learn how to deal with that and it just got to the point where you know you know i'm like don't let something that happened out here affect your job or your time here at the station you're here for 24 hours you can sit here and dwell on something that you don't have any control of because you are here working right now. Or you could relax, let this be your time to calm down and you know, let your brain relax on, you know, on whatever has got you all in an uproar. You know, let this be the time that you know you can calm down from that. 
uh, I'm a strong believer in, you know, like if you come in with a bad attitude, that's going to affect your day the whole 24 hours. I try to remind myself every chance I get. Life is actually good. You know, just keep, you know, keep a good mindset. My ringtones on my phone. I said, you know, one of them is living your best life. I got another one, um, Three Birds from Bob Marley. Just those, you know, those songs start playing and it's just like, everything's good. So try not to, you know, if you're having, you know, like some issues and stuff that aren't part of, you know, your job that you're doing that day, you know, talk to somebody about it. Like we'll, you know, we'll notice like some of our guys will come in and you can tell something's not right. I'll walk right up to them. You doing all right? Yeah, I got this going on. All right. You want to talk about it? No, not right now. I was like, all right, well, you need to talk about it. Come find me. All right. Yeah, I got your back. Now, I may ask for a back rub afterwards. (laughs) (laughs) I got to get something out of it. I'm not doing this for free. I am worried about you, but, hey, I'm going to take advantage of the situation, too. Classic, but, but you ha- just, exactly. Just, but yeah. you just, have just, to just do consistent. that to yeah. you. You have to do that to brighten up the mood, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, no. separate and let them know. Hey, dude, there's there's laughable moments in this. Yeah, and I think that's what we kind of, you know, we sit here and talk about mental health a lot, and it's all very serious, mm-hmm. and it kind of gets lost in the shuffle. You know, we talk about the dark humor too mm-hmm. of the fire department and all that stuff, but there is like, you know, sitting there and talking about what's going on and with somebody who you trust, you know, up here and then being able to laugh and joke in the midst of that. Mm-hmm. It's invaluable. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. We used to have what we call table time at one of the stations I used to work at every morning. At shift change, we were coming in. The other crew was he- heading out. Well, we, these two crews, we actually got along. The two shifts actually got along real good, and we would literally sit down at the table, and you know they they'd be drinking coffee, and we would work out. We would work out issues, you know, mm-hmm. right there at the table, and you know, like somebody's having, you know, like one guy was having an issue with his daughter couple of you know a couple of the other guys had daughters that used to be that age and it's amazing how many how much in common you know situations can be oh yeah and would help you know work issues out you know like that we sit there and just talk through stuff and yeah. while we were talking through stuff oh yeah jokes got thrown don't don't think <laughs> oh yeah don't think it was <laughs> but that's that's such an important distinction though of having that to where people feel comfortable Mm -hmm. to sit there and do that right right because if you don't have that comfort level then it's not going to happen and you're not going to get that the benefit out of it Mm -hmm. you know and you're going to continue to think well i'm the only one that's going through this because nobody wants to sit and talk about it right you know 
Yeah, you, yeah, you, you can't keep, you know, you can't keep it all bottled in. And, you know, a lot of guys are sipping and saying, you know, well, I don't want to bring it home, you know, and, you know, bring it home, bring my burdens home. It's like. They're going with you anyway. Oh, yeah, they're they're coming with you. <laughs> they're coming with you, definitely. Now, you know, you get some, you know, there are some people that I mean, this is their life. The fire department is their life. Mm-hmm. And I'm like. I love the fire department and you guys are my brothers and not, not much I won't do for you. And this part we might want to cut out. I'll even help you hide a body. (laughs) (laughs) Delete that part. (laughs) But, uh, that's why he stole my speed dial. (laughs) (laughs) Don't ask questions. Just bring a shovel. (laughs) All right. (laughs) And your neighbor's truck. I'm I'm there. (laughs) But yeah, you just, you, you can't, you know, there's things that, you know, will happen on the job and you just, how can I say it? You can't let it consume you. Yeah, because it will. Oh, yeah, it definitely will. Because every morning before I head out to work, every morning on begin before I leave for start my shift, I sit there and tell my wife uh, goodbye, sit there and kiss. I give, um, and then we sit there and pray together. And I'll sit there and, you know, the prayer is, you know, Help us go out and, you know, make a difference in other people's lives. Allow us to, you know, um, make, well, allow us to make differences in other people's lives and allow us to have differences made in our life and to be, you know, be safe and everything, you know, just to be safe. And, but that is honestly my goal every day I go go to work is to make a difference in somebody's life. I'm not going to be able to save everybody, but I guarantee you when that situation is happening, you are getting everything that I have. It's not going to be, well, I could have done this. I could have done that. I did everything I possibly could. It didn't turn out right this time, or it did turn out right this time. I've had it happen both ways. But I'm not going to, you know, I don't beat myself up because I know I did everything I was capable of doing in that situation. Well, I think that's a realization that people come to late sometime of the not being able to save everybody. Right. Because that's the thing that you as senior seniors, you have to let these younger kids know. It you know put it out there on the table, so that they know that okay I, you know I can deal with it this way, and not hold it all in, and like you say and know that other people have the same issues. Yeah. So. Nothing to say to that. I agree with them. It's I mean, first it. it the department's de- or the job has changed, hundred mm-hmm. percent. And I I don't think it's a bad thing to be vulnerable in front of your crew. I think not only are you going to get 
the help you need to deal with the problem. You're going to be able to get your issues out, which is the first step. But you're also building that camaraderie. Mm-hmm. You're building trust right there. You're just at the, at the table without doing any type of training or any type of fire department work. Mm-hmm. And it's going to make you a better person in the long run. Because I, I know I've changed since I came on. I know you have. I know I've seen a change in you since we met the first time, however long ago that was. It was a while back. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so you, you can see you can see the the the, pro, the people maturing mm-hmm. and becoming a better version of themselves. But you got to be vulnerable to do that. And that stigma of don't bring your feelings to the station has to go. Yeah. And that's fire service wide because it's still out there. I never, I never agreed with. It, I never liked it, but uh, I, I do somewhat agree with it. Here's my issue with it, and what I've seen a lot of people talk about, you know, is, um, well, whenever I go to the fire station, I'm, I'm firefighter Jeremy, and mm-hmm. when I go home, I'm, I'm at home Jeremy. No, you're no, Jeremy. that's called a split personality. Yeah, you're Jeremy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So whether you want to or not, your home life is coming to the station. Your station life is coming to your house, and you have to figure out a way to to deal with to it. deal with it and be the same person, and not necessarily the same person. Like I, it's this gray area of, you know, we're at the station. We're going to talk how we talk to each other, mm-hmm. and when you go home, most of us are not going to talk to our spouse the way that we would talk to each other. Not unless I want to get, a, <laughs> get get punched right in the face. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so there, I mean, you have to adjust your behavior accordingly, but you can't, it's not realistic to expect to be a totally different person. Right. You know, and to think that, okay, well, I'm just going to leave it all there and it's not going to follow me home. No, no. Because it does. Yeah. And see that, and that is one of my issues. I mean, one of my problems is because my wife will tell me all, you know, all the time. The tone that I use. <laughs> it never really crossed my mind that, you know, the tone that I use was, you know, would relay, you know, certain feelings. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, you got guys at the station. Oh, yeah, Bird used that tone. I was like, what the you know, I'm talking about this tone. Fuck you, there's no tone. <laughs> yeah, there's a tone right there. <laughs> but uh yeah, so and that that's one like with my wife is the tone. And I was like, Yeah, I d I guess I do notice that tone because I'll get dude, I'll have some of the guys at my station, they'll say some stuff and I'm like I don't say it, but the tone I use is, are you a fucking idiot? (laughs) (laughs) You just use the bless your heart. (laughs) (laughs) It translates the same. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So uh, it, that's one of those things like it, I don't know what the solution to that is because I think that idea is going to keep kicking around until it just, I don't know. Yeah. Those people that believe it are gone, but. Yeah. And, but like I said, you know, there are some things that we've discussed it at our station 
I think one of the it's the age of the people that we're that we're getting that, like was this this your first job? No. No. Well, yeah. <laughs> Not by a long shot. <laughs> They're more than more than 40% of the job now. This is their first job. And that is that is an issue. Yeah. Cuz this job should not be the first time you are introduced into the workforce because this isn't a normal workforce. Uh, <laughs> we are completely abnormal in every, every single sec- way. Yes. Well, this job requires a certain level of maturity. Yes. I mean, obviously we do some very immature shit, but We're still it, no, never th- mind. Shut up. <laughs> it, it does require a certain level of like life experience. Yes. And because you're put in situations that are, and not to sound like overly dramatic, but are life and death. Yeah. And you have to remain calm yeah. in those positions. And, and if this is your first job, I mean, there, and don't get me wrong, there are people that can do it. I know two of them. Oh, yeah. That I know. This is their very first job. They just got out of high school and they're great. Yeah. But they, but they are, are the exception. exception. Yes, yes, yeah. Like, I, I mean, like you say, the experience, the the maturity of it. Because you got, I mean, out of that forty something percent, I'm sure that I I would be willing to say more than fifty percent of that forty. They're still living at home. Yeah. I wish I could live at home. I do. <laughs> I'd have so much money. <laughs> I'd have a pool. <laughs> well, so, but that that brings up another thing, and kind of back to my question about the whole station life thing is, whenever you have those individuals that have come into the fire service and they're thrown into, you know, they still live at home or whatever, and they're thrown into living at a station with four, five, six, ten other brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Or sisters. Yeah. That's a huge learning curve. Yes, it and is. And it doesn't go well sometimes. Right. Have you ever and got the, the new person who doesn't know how to use a broom or a mop? Yes. That fucked me up the first time. I was like, seriously? Dude, I always thought it was funny because... <sighs> I got to say, because Colonel <laughs> would get on people... For mopping a whole floor with one with a mop that was only dipped in the bucket once. Yep. And it was like, actually, you got a damn point there. Yeah. I mean, like, this floor, that mop should hit that water and get strained out at least four or five times. Yeah. And it only hit, it may hit it twice through the whole thing. Yeah. Or not rinsing the mop out afterwards. Yeah. Don't even get me started. Yeah, and like you say, or mopping or washing dishes. Yeah. Oh, cleaning the toilets. Clean cleaning the toilets. <laughs> and now you got you know, people are afraid to say something to to people because oh, you're getting you know, you gotta go down to HR, you hurt somebody's feeling. Yeah. Hence the reason. You guys are in the position you're in, <laughs> and I'm not. 
because I can't keep my mouth shut. <laughs> Kevin, six, you're six doing more years. You're, six more years. Yeah, you're doing the Department of Disservice by not being promoted to a captain. Hey, yes, I can say, totally agree with that. I can say stuff now <laughs> that I can't say in those positions. <laughs> you're 100 percent correct. Uh, that because I, I can say go... I can say stuff that it would be like, all right, you hurt my feelings, you know. All right, sorry, but you know, truth hurts. <laughs> but uh, I can say it that way. And if you got a real big problem about it, it might end up a different way. But in a captain or chief role, I'm going to court. I would need a lawyer on speed dial <laughs> if I would have if I would have got promoted captain. That was why I stopped even trying because I was like, I know some idiots that got promoted by accident. <laughs> and I was like, that would be my luck. He's talking about us. It, probably. Actually, no. <laughs> I'm okay with it. I watched YouTube study. No, no. There's there's a couple that it was definitely seniority points. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, I totally got promoted by accident. At the bottom of the barrel. I know. It's crazy. Hey, what's the, what's the guy who graduates last out of medical school? What do they call doctor. him? Doctor. Doctor. <laughs> exactly. But I'll take it. But yeah, so you know, it's and that and I know what my role is. I'm that between you're, you're guy. Buffer. I'm that buffer. I'm there to make you not have to do your job. But I'm also there to make these guys know that you've got their back. Yeah. Well, but if they're doing something stupid, I can call them out on it. You do it, you're, you know, you're discriminating against them. So. I think it. Well, not discriminate, but depend, you're. It depends on your approach, but sometimes the approach that needs to be taken. Again, some of these kids, some of these kids are still living at home. Yeah. And their parents aren't like our parents where. You took an ass whooping. (laughs) (laughs) What were you and my buddy? What was the, the key that you and you and Saz had? (laughs) You uh, separate and point at you, and you would finish. Oh, I'd say fuck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> instead of instead of fuck, it's yeah. fuck them. Yeah. So when I go like this, <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> but um, and I'll tell you, some of the some I've seen is they don't know how to take criticism mm-hmm. at all, mm-hmm. like or mm-hmm. not even criticism, just a it's personal correction, just a small correction. Hey. This is kind of how we all do things. They take it as a personal attack. Yeah, and I'm like, no, this is just how we do. I've I've seen it. I've, I've seen it less now, like doing dishes. I don't mind doing dishes, but I've been beat up 17 times since I got promoted to do dishes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I just want to wash a plate, man. Dude, man. <laughs> I say I know I took a flying elbow. I've learned where that floating <laughs> rib is. <Yeah. laughs> I've learned how to get low. <laughs> oh no, you they shouldn't gang- be doing dishes either. Oh, no, I don't. Yeah, but <laughs> I, but they gang like up on say, you, man. I cook, and they they'll come in and ask, "Bird, you need anything?" No. 
Virgin, you need help? No. Dude, why? We ask you if you need help. Why don't you, you know, want us to help? Because once I'm finished, I'm going to sit around and do nothing while you guys <laughs> clean up. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, too, I, so, you know, I think you're one of these guys that when you cook, that's kind of your thing. Yeah. So let me let me do my thing my way because I've got a certain way of doing things. Now, don't get me wrong. If, now, if you need something chopped, that's fine. Or if you want to learn how to cook. I mean, I, I've i got several guys that, you know, they'll come in and ask me questions while I'm cooking. And I was like, all right, well, this is how, you, you know, this is why I'm doing this. Or if I sit there and ask me, hey, will you chop this up? And then I watch them chop an onion and I'm like, stop. All right, <laughs> let me show you how to chop an onion, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. And it's, but it's I do it knowing that I'm teaching. And first of all, I don't want, you know, them cutting the finger off, but also still teaching them something that they are going to use later on in their career. I've mm-hmm. passed so many recipes down and I have no problems with giving somebody, you know, their attaboys for a recipe that I have. I've got a big book and each recipe that I got from somebody else has that person's name on it. And I'll sit there and tell somebody, they're like, where did you learn how to cook this? And I was like, you know, so this and person, certain so-and-so sipper, this is so-and-so's recipe and just stuff like that. But you can tell that, and I've seen it with my kids, their friends, you know, it was like, they come to the house and like, can, I get, can we have a glass, can I have a glass of water? Yeah. Glasses are right there, sinks over there. You have any bottled water? No. <laughs> Dude, I, this was years back, but I thought I had told a kid that there was no such thing as Santa Claus to look on his face when I told him to get a drink of water from the water hose. (laughs) I still drink from the water hose. (laughs) In fact, I did today. I know the yard. But then, you know, the fact that you got to teach him, hey, you got to let it run for a minute. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or else it's going to be hot. Get the hot water out of (laughs) it. It's hot. I was like, you didn't let it run? For- <laughs> and then I just look at my kids, and I was like, these are your friends. <laughs> Stop bringing idiots to my and, house. And now the scary part about it is some of their friends are actually on the department. With me. And I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but the maturity, once they start, you know, the maturity, it is a maturity thing. You have to learn these things. But it's, it's also us, us as a senior people. And we're in that group now too. You got to teach them. Fuck you. Oh Chris. yes. You got you got <laughs> to teach, but they got to be willing to learn. That that is true. That's the thing. You can't force someone to learn, right? No matter how much training we do, right? Which well, goes back well, to you got to learn how to communicate with them. That's cause that's the key. Yeah, that's the hard part about like you can force somebody to train. I mean, we can go out and drill and train. You can teach them the fireside. That part is going to take care of itself. Mm-hmm. It's the personal interactions at the station mm-hmm. that are probably the most concerning yeah. to me anyway. The, my, the, one, the most concerning ones are to me are the interactions with the public. Yeah. Because if they've been running their nuts off all day and they're like, ah, another call, and like, hey, we're getting paid. This is our job. Yeah. This is what you signed up for. You you know, 
lose the attitude because that attitude will make a situation a lot worse. They call me. They call. They call me the crackhead whisperer <laughs> <laughs> because I can have. We can have somebody that is just straight losing their shit, and I'll walk in and start talking to them, and just have them calm down. Like I literally had one guy. He got yanked out of his truck by the police because he didn't want to come out. But you could tell there's something going on with him. We get him, they get him onto the cot and I come over and I start talking to the dude and I literally just reach out and just grab his, you know, just grab his hand. Hey, dude, you're all right. We got you. You need to calm down. Let him take your blood pressure. You know, relax your arm. Here, I'll I'll keep a hold of your hand, dude. We, you got it. You know, and just kept talking to him. I ended up having to get into the ambulance and rode <laughs> all the way down to north, um, north uh, to the hospital. Yeah, just holding on because to keep him calm. To keep him calm. Yeah, and I've it's not the first time it's ever happened. So that's how I got that nickname. The guys at my station—that's what they called me. Now they were like, "Bert, we need yep. some whispering." And you gotta have one of those guys. Yeah. I've tapped somebody. Of me. Hey, I, hey, you're up. You're up. And I, but I've seen situations where there's been like mobs of people, and just the way they were, the guys were interacting with them. You're not making this situation any better. And I would step in and go, "Hey, we understand that this is your family member. We're doing everything we can." Okay. But we need a little bit of space and, you know, just talk to them calm, explain to them what's going on. And the other trick is let's get this stuff done. Let's get loaded and let's go. Yeah. Don't spend it. Yes. Yeah. Quit quit sitting there. You know, I'm going to separate and poke your finger now. Just, all right, you're going to fill a poke. Quit, you know, giving the. Give them the cliff notes. Yeah, not the play by play. Not the play. Yeah. <laughs> Don't need color commentary. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, it's just, you know, yes, you are up at 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, you are turning somebody's, the water off to their house because a pipe busted. We're not the water department. We're not plumbers. But we still get called out in the middle of the night to if they if there's a water break and it's because somebody doesn't know how to turn their water off yeah we need to start uh i think we should play the clip for all the new people from roadhouse oh the be nice clip. be nice yeah. clip yeah be nice until yeah. i'm the bouncer you're the cooler yeah, yeah. no i'm <laughs> the cooler you're the bouncer yeah or well, yeah, yeah. my bad way to fuck that up it's been we a had while. a good thing going and you, it's been a while did you <laughs> You were my you were my boomy buff, and you how do you mess up yeah, Roadhouse? Everyone, there's so many movies going on in my head. Yeah, God but damn, Day Day. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let me go, Killer Joe. On you. <laughs> mm. How are you gonna let him do that to a pimp? <laughs> You got, you got to, you got to see the name for my new uh, Survivor League football get, football team. A pimp named Slickback, not Mister Slickback. Say it with me, 
A uh, pimp. Name slick back. So, you know, like you're talking about guys getting an attitude, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> in the station, in the rig, on the way there. I'm cool with it. Get it out. Get it out. Don't keep that in because you're going to still be angry. Get it out. And then when we get off the rig, be nice. We're not going to say nothing. We're not going to start a fight. We're going to walk in. We're going to do our jobs like the professionals that we are. Don't care what stupid stuff is going yep, on. Don't yeah. care. We're here to fix it. Yeah. Or we're here to help. Yeah. So if you got it, if you got something bad to say. That's not helping. Say it now while we're in the rig. Right. And I'm okay with it. Then we now now we're here. Let's go. Let's let's go to work. And I haven't had that issue of people having an attitude on scene. Mm. But that's also from my experience, mm-hmm. where I can't if it sits there and I don't say nothing, it festers. Eventually, my filter's going to fail. Well, and it, something's going to come out, right? And I'm going to regret it. And I've lost that call. Yeah. So. My and I've brought this up to my guys. <clears throat> How are you letting somebody you haven't even met yet control how you're feeling? I don't think it's the the patient or the person. Well, that's it's the, the call. The, the I think it's the volume. Well, yeah, that yeah. <clears throat> and they're tired. You're, you're tired, and it. Let's be honest. It takes mental strength and energy to not lose your shit yeah. sometimes. Oh yeah. And sometimes whether anybody wants to agree with me or not, I don't it's fine. Sometimes you fail. And mm. shit comes out. You nobody's just, you, you nobody's snapping. You hit you hit your limit. Oh, oh I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My bad. My <laughs> I bad. forgot who we were sitting here with. My bad. My bad. <laughs> so I think that's where it comes from is you're just you're mentally and you're, oh, yeah, you're mentally exhausted and, and you can't keep it in anymore and it comes out. And I'd rather have it come out in the rig with us because we have that understanding of what's going on mm-hmm. than to have it come out with the public. And you're you, saying and get you, it out before get, you yeah, get... Get it out now. Right. You can yell at me on the way, you know, and you can voice your frustrations. Right. I probably agree with you. But once we once we get there and we open that door, now we go into who we are mm-hmm. and we're back to us yeah you're being nice you're treating your patient the way they need to be treated or shutting off the water and then let's educate them like hey where's your water shut off oh i don't know okay let's go find it yeah we're gonna come with us i've done that i don't know how many times like this is your your main water line this is your sewer line that this is turn your furnace off or whatever it needs to be right you know or you run the i smell co okay no you don't you can't smell co no you don't You have a dry so you, sewer drain. And yeah. 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 You got it. Yeah. Or, and, and, and some people don't. Things. Yeah. And some people don't. Or you have a smoke <laughs> detector from 1999. Yeah. I can't figure out why. It, it used to be white. Right. It's yeah. yellow now. <laughs> this one was actually still white. I was impressed. Really? Yeah. It's very clean home. That's, that is. So, that's good. But I pulled that thing off. This was the last day. I pulled that thing off and looked at it and I went. Yeah, this no. <laughs> you tell me you were nine years old when this thing was built. <laughs> Actually, yes, I was a freshman in college whenever this was built. So, so it was ninety nine. Yeah. Okay. That's impressive. That is impressive. But yeah, you know, and and I understand, you know, especially you know these guys that are on the ambulances and stuff, and they get they get it handed to them. But I'm like, 
once again, they're paying you to do this job. You knew what this, you know, job and do you do you think it's a generational thing? Yes. With... I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Let me finish. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm bad. <laughs> can, 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 can I finish? Yes, sir. Can I finish? Yes, sir. Now, now the graphs and the charts and the. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think we would have had the same problem if, like, say, with our department, you know, we took over the ambulance? What was it, fifteen years ago now? Yeah. Something, something like that. Fourteen, fifteen. If it, if we would have done that, let's say if we'd have had the ambulance whenever we came on. Like, do you think we would have been complaining about the same stuff? Yes. I I don't think we would have been complaining the way they are. But I think there the frustration would have been there. And I think it would have been sent up the chain of command. Because, see, that, that, there's the difference. The newer generation don't follow that chain of command very well. Uh, no. I, there's no. I, you, and you will know what chief I am talking about. He wouldn't even talk to you. If you answered the phone, he'd sit there and go, put the captain on the phone. Mm-hmm. Well, that was every chief whenever I came on. Well, that yeah, that is true. And, and they were you couldn't walk, you couldn't ask for a V day, you couldn't do no. anything. You had to go yeah. to your captain. Yeah, which is if <clears throat> when you have that problem, to me, it's not looking at the younger generation because those rules are in place. Yeah, they're not being it's, enforced. They're, they're not, not being enforced. There, there it is. It's Once again, le- it's leadership. It's it's us. It's yeah, and it's that same mentality of like raising kids. You know, you're trying to be their friend. Yeah. Okay, we can be cool, but that, but they also see things like, <clears throat> how many chiefs are you friends with right now? A lot, quite a few. Of yeah, them. same. We, we've known them. Yeah, how long? So it's not hard. Firefighters together. Yeah, yeah. It's not hard to walk in, and hey, what's going on? How you doing? You you check on this for me, and just a regular conversation. But I've explained that. But it's what it's seen. I, it, it, yeah. it goes back to that: it's, do as I say, not as I do. What, yeah, and you, know you, expl- I mean? you explain it to your crew, right? And but the crew that's just right. stopped by the station because you're in a chief's house, they see you doing that, right? And the rules for but, a chief's house have always been a little, little, little different. bit different. Yeah. But, but I also around other people in the chief's house, I treat you know, you know, I'm not going to separate and say something that I would normally say if it was just me and him sitting there joking together. But I will, you know, I'm 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 making it aware that hey, I know he's my chief. Yeah, and like you're still gonna call, you're gonna dress him as chief. Chief, yeah, I'm not calling him by his first name. I now one on one's different. I'm not talking one on one. Right, right. But and I'm I'm talking about at the station. Even you know, like like this morning when I left, my chief sat there and said, "Hey, bird, I'll see you later." I was like, "All right, chief, I'll see you later." Yep. Is exactly how I said it. Now, if we were, you know, like if I we're in the same neighborhood, so if I drove by and I was like, "Hey," I would say his name. I'm not saying, "Hey, Chief." Yeah. But around those, around the guys and everything, that's Chief. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He went through and did everything he was supposed to do to earn that white shirt. You guys 
went through and did everything you're supposed to do to earn those light blue shirts. I'm not going to sit there and downplay you unless you're just an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Now, there are a couple of those that... Well, I think we got to teach that difference, too, of when when we're joking around mm-hmm. and when we're not. Mm-hmm. And I've had to have that conversation. Like, when we're at the station, we'll talk, we talk about whatever you want to talk about. If you have a question about a call, ask me. I'll explain why I did what I did or made a decision that I made. I have no problem. But when we're on that scene, it's, it's a dictatorship at this point. Mm-hmm. Now, if you see something, say something. And if I ask you for, an, you know, then we can talk about an idea. Right. But if, but if I've made a decision, I've given an order, that's the end of the conversation. Yeah. Unless it's unsafe. That's yeah. that's a different ballgame. But you got to have that conversation with people. And I might not be right. And we can talk about it when we get back. Right. Like, hey, man, you made this call. This is what I saw. What'd you see? There's a way to go about it. Right. Right. <clears throat> but, but yeah, you're, we're not going to sit there and get into a yelling match out mm-hmm. in front of everybody, you know, after yeah. a fire scene. No. Not not the time or the place. Yeah. No, exactly. But like he was, you know, like you like you were just, you know, saying too, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go and like ask for a V Day. Go straight up to the chief. Hey chief, I need to talk to you about a V Day. That's not the way it goes. You separate and go if you're a firefighter, you go to your driver and your driver tells your captain and your captain goes and gets that you know checks on that v-day for you yeah that's how that's how it's supposed to work you get some of these guys now they're you know they're calling up next day i'm like all right such and such are not here hey where are you at oh i got a v-day last day thanks for letting us know yeah yeah happens a lot yeah. yeah, or the classic trading time and not telling anybody. And not telling anybody, and that's when you—that's when you start. That's—it's a teaching moment. What happens if this guy separates and gets hurt? We don't have the paperwork to show that he was trading time with you. Yeah, it's a—it's a constant battle. It is, and it, you got—you got to enforce the rules as the quote-unquote leader of the company mm-hmm. yeah well and that's part of the issue so. though is we don't teach we do not teach captains how to be leaders yeah i see i, I see i see drivers as the leader the, NC, the nco well, well they are essentially yeah. yeah i mean you know what i mean it, it, oh yeah and that. we've talked about that we've talked about how you know you have a there's a senior firefighter position for a reason yes he's supposed to keep the other two idiots in line and if they can't if that person can't do it, then the driver. Yep. That's your next level there of leadership. Yes. Yes. Because you don't want to go into the captain. Right. Because now the captain has to. Has to. There's things that we has to be done now, and yes. you force their hand. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's not that they want to do it, but if they don't do it now, they're in trouble. Exactly. So you've got to run it up now. Yep. Yep. And then, you know, you're all buddy-buddy with the chief, and all of a sudden you brought the chief into it. Oh, it's definitely going up yeah. now. Because he can't. Oh. Nope. Not supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But and now everything's done by email, so there's a record. Yeah. Well, like and like I said, you know, our guys, we've got it, you know, they know who the senior firefighter is. The senior firefighter knows what's expected of him. All right. 
And that's the thing I like about my captain. When I got there, I told he, you know, he told me what he was expecting of me, and I told him what. Well, before he told me what he was expecting of me, I explained to him what I thought my position, what, what my position was. And once again, you know, basic simple part of it is my job is to make you not have to do your job. Yeah. And uh, he explained to me what, you know, he expected of me. And I was like that all of that falls right in line to what, you know, what I was always taught that a driver is supposed to do. My senior firefighter, I set him down, told him what me and the captain expected of him he had his conversation with the captain but i also had a conversation with him and told him you know what was expected of him when he left next senior next senior guy in line brought him was like hey this is what you need to step up and start doing you are now the senior you're now the senior firefighter this is what you know this is what you need to do you need to be one of the first ones. Hey, guys, come on. Let's get the bathrooms clean. Yeah. You know, we're here. Hey, you, you walk in the door. Let's get your gear on the rig. Yeah, set, be the example. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And because I'll sit there and tell them, you know, this is all the things you guys need to be doing. You know, like, like say, you know, the gear, get your gear on the rig. We catch a fire. You go, hold on, I got to get my stuff. You getting left. Yep. <laughs> yep. I've literally threatened to leave a captain before. Don't look at me. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> my stuff gets put on the rig right when I walk out the door. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yep. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute, we're two hours in. You're just now. You're like, we catch a fire. You. Yeah, yeah you're going to be walking. I'm going to take that... You know, I'm taking one when I get back. I understand, but yeah, nobody's a you will for... never do it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least not working with you. Yeah. Well, it, but that goes back to that whole being a leader and setting the example. Mm -hmm. You know, what example do you want to set for the firefighters that you're responsible for? Right. And show up early. You know, show up if you're if you're there at seven o'clock. You're late. You know, we have the 630 rule for a reason, the informal 630 rule. Well, Show up, be an example. That's amazing because now it's 630. See, I'm still a 6 o'clock guy. It, was, yeah. it, it used to be 6 o'clock. Well, well, my no. problem was is that, you know, the guy I'm relieving doesn't wake up until <laughs> like <laughs> 9. That, that is what it is, man. Yeah. yeah. Still, I'm not. I, when, when, for me, yeah, I'm here to relieve whoever. But being there at six is for me. Because mm -hmm. if, yeah. if I forgot something, your... if, or if my gear's not right, see, I was always told six thirty, but I always showed up at six. Yeah, because I, I want to be. I was always told six, and would show up like you know, like a six forty-five. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I'm sorry, five forty-five. <laughs> no, you're right. Damn, you, you caught me. Got him. You caught me. My mouth is open. Well, that's like, if you're always there at six. And you're not there at six thirty. You're getting a phone call, and you oh, still yeah. get, and you you got time to get there. Yeah, 
Exactly. You know, or there's a yeah. Somebody's gonna be like, "Hey, man, I'm, I'll hold for him." Right. He's running behind. Not a problem. Right. Because he gives me at six a.m. every shift. Dude, my captain. One of the first things he one of the first things he does is he set up a um, call tree. A, well, call tree, but it's a text. Mm-hmm. It's a mass. Everybody that's at our station is on that text, and then we've got one to everybody on our crew. And so, like, if somebody is working overtime, they sit there and just, you know, shoot a shoot a text. Yeah. And everybody knows, hey, this guy is at, at you know, eights, and he's working, you know, he's working overtime. He's waiting on his relief. You know, and so we all know, so it's not like no big. And that, that happens, you know, b- Right around six thirty, when we don't start seeing people. Yeah, I always have used the. I text the the day before, mm-hmm. if I'm working overtime, and be like, "Hey, I'm working here, or this is where I'm coming from right. in the morning." Right. So, you know, now I just have to text the chief and right because driving. So I'm, I'm just a floater. Nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> I just we we. I'm just all willy nilly. Yeah. You're just waiting for that phone call yeah. as you're driving. Yeah. Where do I need to go? <laughs> and usually I know the shift before. Right. Which I yeah. I love. Makes it easier, but. Oh, yeah. That is, yeah, where you can just go straight to the, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the way you're supposed to do it. Unfortunately, that's. they. Well, I mean, there's so many. I mean, people call off and. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been cancel Or cancel. Cancel V days. No, cancel overtime. That that's the one that still. Oh, we'll talk about that after yeah, that's we. A, that's a whole different conversation. Oh, after we turn the camera off, we can talk about that and the battles. How in? I mean, but you know, I've, I've been already going or been there to wherever I'm supposed to be. I get a phone call. Hey, we need you over here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah, you got to be flexible as a floater. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it just kind of is what it is. There's been, whenever I was floating, you know, days that I would start at one station, go to another one, and then be at another one. It it just, that's the way that it happened because. That's the nature of the the position. Yeah. Get promoted. Yeah. It's all good. And, yeah, I mean, guys, you know, will start complaining about, well, why didn't they do this? It's like, well, because. You know, when you actually start doing the staffing, it's a whole different ballgame. You're like, oh, I get it. Yeah. I was yeah. a dick. I'm sorry, Chief. Yeah, exactly. Once you start learning it. <laughs> exactly. Like, Once you start learning that stuff, I mean. I thought I was bald before. I'm more bald now. <laughs> I I got asked, you want to sit in here and do this? Nope. I've literally stood at this door and watched this whole thing happen for the last several years. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yeah. It's tough. Oh, yeah. Well, and it's not just what's going on in your district. No, no. It's a citywide thing. It's just, Yeah. And then, like you say, you think you've got it taken care of because, you know, how when they start doing the pre-hire, you think you got it taken care of. Then all of a sudden, oh, I had a long night last night. Mm-hmm. I need I need to I, – I, I can't I can't work. Why? Yeah. Okay. Just keep that thought. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. <laughs> or you're all upset because this is your fourth day. Like, oh, you decided – that's a, that's a huge decision. Yeah, that that that's you. Why are you upset with everybody else? Because not taking responsibility for their actions. 
I can't do the five, six, seven days in a row anymore. Yeah, I'm just not. All right. I try to average. Well, since I found out about the whole shoulder thing, I've been trying to average two a week. It used to be I was trying to average two a pay period. That's about all I can get. Really? Still. So, yeah. Yeah, we talk about that afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's different for rank. So. Once again, you took that test. Um, Yeah, I did. Sucker. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man. You know what? It was one of those things where I wanted to, number one. Be in charge. Be in charge because I, I like <laughs> I like power and I have so much now. That <laughs> <laughs> just control everything. You have no idea, um, and it's just it's intoxicating. Mm-hmm. It, it really is. Um, no, I just you know, and and it's not for everybody. So don't take it that way. But no. for me, uh. like I wanted to improve myself. I wanted to improve my knowledge i felt like i had knowledge to share mm-hmm. that would have would be beneficial in that position mm-hmm. um you know improving my pension so my future for once this job is over with and then you know maybe another promotion after that mm-hmm. so yeah yeah i mean and that was that was my reasoning behind the whole yeah and, and, and i definitely understand that i mean don't get me wrong i take my hat off to both of you i would take my hat off but i had to take the headphones off and yeah everything. It, it just, it's yeah. a it's a yeah, too yeah. much of a production yeah, i get yeah, it yeah, yeah. yeah but uh i do take my hat off to you guys you know for the time and effort you put in because i remember you guys studying and everything yeah i remember the time that you did put in and it just for me myself i've got a good job once i retire from here that i'll go full time to and i'll have the benefits and everything from that so that you know like a lot of guys are worried about you know that amount that they have to spend for insurance and everything i don't have to worry about that i don't have to you know i've got like i say i'll be making over 40 something dollars an hour when i go full time so i got that luxury so with the pension you know with my pension and everything being more it's not really something i got to worry about so that that luxury that's my that was my luxury there and i just again situations that happened with friends of mine that were captains sorry i looked away from the mic uh (laughs) situations that happened that uh, uh with friends of mine that were captains and seeing what they did and thought they did the right thing but saw how it why it turned out the way it did was like that's now and once again i would need a lawyer on speed dial (laughs) and um then you have um the mental part of it where when my daughter separate asked me when was the captain's test going to be over because I get I get cranky when I was studying. She said I was cranky when I studied for the captain's test. That was when I laid. I separated, took. I shut that book right then, and was like, I don't need this. 
Yeah. So, but I mean, that was my situation. Yeah. So. Well, and every, everybody's situation is different. Right. You know? Right. And it's, I mean, it is what it is. And I, and I honestly believe that I can do more in the position that I am, that I'm in now than I can in a higher position because I still have, I'm still, I don't have to elevate. You can speak freely. I can speak freely, but I also don't have to separate myself from the guys because of the position that I'm in. Yeah. And which, which I understand that it has to be done in those higher positions. Yeah. Well, that's something that I had to, had some stuff go on and I had to sit down and I'm friends with this firefighter. Right. And there's some fuck, fuck games and all this stuff. And we had to sit down and have a conversation of, Hey man, look, I get it. And it's a weird, you know, I'm not your captain. I'm just, I'm the DSO Mm -hmm. and we're friends, but like, we can't do that. Like, because if I, you know, you do your practical joke and then I do mine. If I go too far with mine, then like I'm in a position where Chris, do you smell chicken? (laughs) (laughs) You can't, you can't do that stuff. Right. Right. Like you can't just be, The line's been moved. Yeah. Yes. Big time. Yes. Yeah. You can't be one of the fellas, yeah. you know, playing fuck fuck games all yeah. the time because the rules are different for you now. Right. And that, and I never thought about it with my friends that are captains, but my friends that I never thought about, I didn't think about it for a, for a long period of time with my friends that were captains, but my friends that were chiefs. It was like an immediate, I thought about it. Yeah. And I understood. But then I started thinking about it. I was like, the captains are in the same position. Mm-hmm. And I started treating that position a lot differently once I really started thinking about it. What well, goes back to that whole, you know, oh, that person got promoted and they changed. And it's not the, it's not necessarily the position that changed them for most people. It's the rules changed. Well, that and yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Don't get me wrong. There's some. There are some that they went right to their head. Yes. <clears throat> <laughs> Again, a power hungry megalomaniac. I, I wasn't even thinking about you. That's the funny part about that. <laughs> That's because you don't work with them on a regular basis. I wasn't even thinking about you. <laughs> but <laughs> I was thinking about somebody else. We know. <laughs> But no, but uh, but yeah, it's it's they they have to. Yeah, you, you yeah. got you got you have to change when you get promoted. Yeah, yeah, because the same the same shit that you did the day before isn't gonna fly. No, yeah, as no. when well, you like, have rank, like the shirt we have, the fun police shirt that the guys had made up. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be the fun police. I don't want to be the guy saying, "Hey, don't do that," because guess what? Two years ago, I was the guy doing that. Yeah, yeah. And, and I love, well, I love you don't hang out. Funny. You don't yeah, hang. It's hilarious. Here's the one I love. You don't hang out. You know, hang out with us anymore. They, you, you have to 
remove yourself yeah. from a situation because if you see it, I gotta yeah, say something. I gotta say something. You gotta say something about yeah. it. Yeah. And it's like you know, some of them are like, "Oh no, dude, you just change." I was like, "No, no." <laughs> Here, here's our policies and procedures. Mm-hmm. This is what I have to do. Yeah. It's not what I want to do. It's what I have to do. Yeah. Yep. I had to walk away from many a conversation. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And and nowadays, and you, I mean, but you want to be a part of it. Yeah. yeah. Nowadays, you you definitely have to because people are you know. Well, they said this on this day. Well, who all was around him? This person, this person, this person. You're all coming down. Mm-hmm. I was like, How the hell? I just walked through the room. You were there. Did you hear them say it? Yeah, but I was walking through when they said it. And you didn't say anything. There it is. And once again, you know, there's a lot of people. Yeah, that, see, that, that's the problem. It's all black and white. And there's no, there's no gray area. Exactly. Because you don't know the context of the conversation. Exactly. Exactly. Context doesn't matter anymore. You know that. Yeah. Black, Come black, on, man. Man, life is not black and white. <laughs> it's just gray. Everything's a gray area. Fuchsia. I like. I like the. You like fuchsia. I like the word fuchsia. You just wanted to say fuchsia. I just wanted to say fuchsia. <laughs> I think that's the first time it's been said on the podcast. I was so. going to say, I want to listen back on this. I, I want to watch back on this and just wait until, right here, well, hold on, wait for it. Right here, here it comes. Oh, my goodness. Well, we've been going for an hour and 49 minutes almost. Two hours? I still got to eat. Yeah, he still got to eat. That guy's getting hungry. <laughs> Fat guy who's supposed to be getting less fat, but I haven't seen him work out in like a month, so. I still work out, just not with him. Oh, okay. I got my own stuff. A TV remote doesn't count. No, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a PlayStation 5 controller. Oh, okay. <laughs> They're heavier than the PlayStation yeah. 4 controller, so it's, I mean. That's a lot of button pushing. I thought you were about to say the Wii. I was like, you lying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a Wii anymore. I used to. Yeah. Dude, I've got the Oculus now. That thing. That thing's dangerous. Oh, dude. I've had so much fun with that. <laughs> it's like. It's the building jump. Oh, yes. Yes. That was, I mean, the, the day we did it at the station, that was a lot of fun. Dude, I start. I One of the chiefs brought his in, mm-hmm. and I put it on, and he was like, I'm walking on the balance beam, and he's like. Just stepped off the balance beam. I stepped off, and they had they were videoing me while I was doing it, and I'm like I'm freaking out, flat footed on the ground, freaking out watching myself fall. Mm-hmm. There is a place you can go, um, down in the market. Yes, that I've been that, down there. That's I want VR. I it's wanted fantastic, dude. We got to get together and do that because yeah. I, I see I've seen that, and I was like, where you can do the zombie stuff and all. There's one, the one that we play. We played two of them whenever because we were down there. For they a hook function. the balls and stuff up to you. So this one, the the way that we had it was, it was just the the headset and you had the two controllers. But it's like a headset that's attached to like this fucking rig, so it keeps okay. you from walking too right, far right. and like into people, right? But so we played this like, not really Call of Duty, but it's kind of kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but then all this, like, uh, I think it was called Elven Archer or something like that, where you're on these towers and you're shooting all these monsters that are coming to you with this, like, you got to draw back draw like back you're here. shooting a bow right. and arrow and stuff. Dude, you want to talk about a fucking workout. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, dude, like there's fun. another one. It was awesome. There's another one. It's down um, by the crossroads. It's in the crossroads district. And they actually have, like, everywhere you have a joint. Mm-hmm. Not that kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got really so, excited so, for a second. So they, like, they, like, will put a ball, I mean, this bracelet that goes right here, and it has a sensor ball on it. They put one here. They put one on your, your knees and your ankles. And then on your shoulders, and then you have your VR set, and then you have your hands. Where it tracks, like, you could literally kick something. Oh, I'm so in. Let's go yeah. do that. Yeah. It, yeah I we're mean, getting closer and closer to Ready Player One. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I watched that yesterday. It's a great movie. Oh, dude. I watch I, it all the time. Every chance I get, I was like, I'll sit there and just go through and fast forward through my favorite parts mm-hmm. and everything. I, I, I watch the entire thing every time. Because oh. the whole movie's great. I don't know that I've ever sat and actually watched that thing all the way through. Real. I've seen bits and pieces of it. Oh, I mean, I get it, but it's yeah, just... I, I love it. Yeah, it's a great movie. It. Okay. Watch the movie. Easy there. And then then you watch Billy's Wonderland. No. I knew you were going to bring up fucking Nicolas Cage again. <laughs> Willie's Wonderland is that crazy. Awesome. But, I'm, but I'm sorry. Killer Joe is still... Yeah. I will never eat Kentucky Fried Chicken the same way again. <laughs> Was that that Matthew McConaughey movie? Yes. I never watched that one. Oh, oh, you've you've got to, you you've got to. What's it on Netflix or Hulu or something? I, I couldn't even tell you where to find it now, but <laughs> you have to watch it. Okay, All since right. since you get the recommendation, I'll I'll give it a try. Don't don't put but that I'm, on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Be calling you up at two in the morning. What? I thought we were friends, dude. It's a, it 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 literally. And stop me if I'm wrong. It's a train wreck you can't turn away from. Yeah, pretty much. Is it is it better than Night of the Chicken Dead? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, no, dude, no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Yes, it is. I think anything's better than that movie. Oh, that movie was awful. Hell, dude. It was so much fun Cocaine to watch. Bear was better. Than- <laughs> I haven't seen I haven't, that haven't seen that one yet, but I want to. Is, oh, my God. It I is funny. The guys were talking about that the other day at the station. It is they were, funny. They were talking about how it was, like, right there, and it just didn't quite go over. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. had so much potential. Yeah. I was working overtime at a station the other day and I came out of my office, walked into the, the kitchen and backdraft was on the TV. And it was paused. Somebody stopped it. <laughs> I was like, What the fuck? He's like, Well, this guy's never seen it. And I was like, Well, where's that guy? Oh, he's downstairs working out. Take this off the damn TV. Come on, really? man. Yeah, really? I'm sorry. The only thing that's, that's a ever great movie too. Like you guys both know, it's what? a great movie. No. Yes. No. How many times have you quoted that movie in your career? The only time I've quoted it is when somebody, and if he's going to watch this, I'm sorry, but when he <laughs> took, when he was on the poster 
And he was sitting there going like this. <laughs> <laughs> and we all know who that is. Yes. <laughs> I don't think he watches these. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I might send it to him, though. Yeah. <laughs> so he's, he's never lived that down. No, 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 no. The artfully yes. done soot on his face. Oh, man. Wow. When it drove by me on a bus, I was like, I, I, I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. That, that is reason enough not to be involved in promotional materials. Yes. Yes. Just how, for how that. That's I still... Uh, how long dude, ago that, was that? I, I have one of those posters just because he was on it. <laughs> well, that was 15 years ago, at least. At least. Yeah. At least. Oh. Never going to live that down. That'll <laughs> no. be his retirement party. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's the only picture you need. It's it. I've got more, but that that's no, the only you don't, you don't need them. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, that. <laughs> and the I'm sorry. Look. He's looking up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, classic. Oh, love it. Love it. Love it. I don't know. I think we could have a whole episode. We And we talked about that with, whenever Jim was here, too, about doing just a movie episode. Oh, it's very easy. I'm in. Yeah. I think we'll have you back and we'll. We'll we'll do a little prep work on it with the movies that we want to. So we're all gonna do. come over here and eat popcorn and watch a movie and watch movies. Yeah, sure. Why not? Or we can just sit and come up with a list of movies and we all watch them and then come. That's back no talk. fun. I'm trying to do some bonding thing here, man. You know you miss hanging out. He... We'll go to we'll go to Bird's house. Screw it. Come on, I'm not afraid. Don't be scared. He's probably got a better movie set up than I do. Well, it is kind of good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will say, I like this. Oh, well, this thank was, you. This was, because every, every time I watch an episode, I'm like, all right, what, where is this at in this house? How is it all <laughs> set up? And, it's in the secret room. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I like this. I don't understand what, why half of the ceiling is. Man, is, just leave it. Just, just leave it. <laughs> We 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 talk about that later. That's okay. a that's an ongoing project of I got to figure some some stuff out in here. And still, where, and and where is is the technical guy still on sabbatical? Yes. Walking around posting videos. Yes, he's actually, hanging off the side of mountains. Yes, <laughs> I had a conversation with him the other day. Okay, to have another conversation. So <laughs> having a meeting about the meeting about the yeah. meeting. Yep. TPS reports. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, and that's why I got promoted. Because mm-hmm. that's that's my guy right there. That's why I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kevin, thanks for coming. Of course. Doing brother. the show. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. it, man. I do apologize about it taking so long. Oh, don't even worry about it, man. Because I remember when you first started talking about this, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll be, yeah, I'll do." It. And I was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot about that." Yeah, yeah. that it's one of those things, man. It's uh, scheduling is a is yeah. a pain in the ass. I will let you know though, the fear the, the, when you sent me the link to the was it. 123rd episode where I had 
three people here that knew me very well. <laughs> I was like, the whole time I was watching that, I was like, if my name comes up once, <laughs> I swear to God, I'm coming after all three of them. <laughs> we try very hard not to do that. Yeah, but because I ended up calling him after I finished watching that, and I was like, dude, we got to get together. We haven't hung out in a while. And so I think this weekend we're going to pop open pop open some good bourbon and smoke some cigars. Nice. Yeah, I know that was the plan for for after we were done with the podcast, but it's 107 degrees outside. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, he's got a nice his deck has a nice big fan on it and everything and and he 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 might not have mentioned this, but he is very good with wood. Uh, no, I don't think. Yeah, he made he made a lot of the furniture that's out on his deck. Oh, that's awesome! Oh, that yeah. is awesome. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a he's a gentleman of many trades. He seemed like it. He's very well rounded. <laughs> yes, almost a Renaissance man, oh, if you yeah. will. Yes, he is, he, and he is hilarious. You get him going. Oh yeah, me and him. We we've we were at Lambert's. One, I got to get this out real quick. So we're talking about Doctor Saz Madison. I'm gonna drop that name. Yeah. Well, he was a guest, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, we were at um, uh, Lambert's, and no way this could have ever happened to anybody else. We're sitting there talking and joking. Guy with the rolls up and goes, and we're like. Yeah, he throws it, throws it a little too high. It hits the ceiling fan, splits the roll in half. I catch one half, Sass catches the other half. Both looked at each other, both looked at each other, dipped it in our butter, and started eating. <laughs> Might as well. I was like, that's the coolest thing I've ever had. Kind of like um, Step Brother. Did we just become best friends? <laughs> yep. 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 We did. <laughs> let's do. Let's go do karate in the garage. <laughs> uh, oh. Well, like I said, Kevin, thanks for doing the show. Of course, of course. Chris. Thanks I'm for. Here. Yeah. Hey, Chris, you got some dirt on your hat. I had to get it out. M I Z. Mm. I'm just, just LLL. That's all, that's all you see after. I love after you, Missouri's pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for watching, everybody. Uh, if you are struggling, reach out. There are resources out there. If you know somebody that's struggling, reach out. Let them know that you care. Let them know what resources are out there, and uh, take care of yourself. And we will see you next time. <laughs>